All right, welcome, crew heads. Another edition of the Crewcast. I got Chris from the Garage Rock Show podcast available on all platforms by searching the Garage Rock Show. Yes, and uh, we're going to continue here with uh, part two of Motley Tours again. So the interesting thing, it's out now. What the bill is? It's uh, Motley Crew and Def Leppard along with Poison and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, right? But the interesting thing here, and we're actually going to play an audio clip. This is what was officially posted up on the Def Leppard Twitter page. This is the promo about the tour. Def Leppard, Motley Crue. The stadium tour, a -a once-in-a-lifetime event. With Poison. And Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Let's get the rock out of here. Tickets and right. information at So, clearly, uh, for Def Leppard, it's being shown as the stadium tour, Def Leppard, then Motley Crue, then Poison, then Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. But you go to Motley.com, click on the stadium tour, the graphic first from left to right, <laughs> Motley Crue, then Def Leppard, yeah. then Poison and Joan Jett. I'm actually going to see uh, Motley Crue's Twitter. Maybe they've got something interesting. So the speculation here, Chris... Who's headlining this fucking thing? <laughs> I know, that's what we were saying. And we even mentioned just a second ago that it could be that they're co-headlining and alternating nights, much like the way Nine Inch Nails and Jane's Addiction did their ninja tour, right? where they would basically flip a coin at the start of the thing, and then they would alternate nights from that point on. Not sure if that's going to happen here. But as we just heard, that's a Def Leppard leading promo. We just yeah. got the Live Nation press release that says Def Leppard and Motley Crue as yes. the headlining uh, marquee, which is a big deal compared to if they were, you know, verbiage is very important when, when you announce a tour and when you do, you know, they take a lot of time to make sure that all parties are satisfied. Yes. And I was saying, and we even mentioned, I think on the last one, that Def Leppard could be headlining this tour and it looks like it may be slightly in their favor on that way, especially according to their own Twitter feed. Yeah, um, and the tour dates are up, but Motley Crue's official uh, uh, Facebook, uh, let's see, they're playing in Miami Gardens, Orlando, Florida, Charlotte, Arlington, Texas, San Francisco. That's, That's the close right. one to where we're broadcasting and recording Chase from. Center Oracle. Yep, uh, San Diego, Arizona, Atlanta, uh you know, Pittsburgh, New York, uh, multiple dates in Pittsburgh, what, what Milwaukee. What month is this? August? This this all starts, the tour starts from July 7th and goes all the way into September 2nd. Okay. So it, it's pretty interesting. And then if you go to the Motley Crue official Facebook, there is a video that is up there uh, concerning the, the release of it where this was uh, something where all the guys came on oh, out. A press conference. Yeah. And so with this press conference, you can see that it has the Motley Crue logo left to right as well. Um, so, uh, you know, this was done at the Sirius oh, look, XM. You can see it there. That That's the Def Leppard. That's the new logo. Yeah. It has Def Leppard first, reading from left to right, yeah. Def Leppard and Motley Crue. But the Motley Crue logo on their website is reversed. Yeah. It so, has Motley Crue first. <laughs> so I don't know. We don't know who's headlining this. So, so let's speculate. A couple of things that I've seen out there on the internet, if uh, folks don't follow it, there's a very, uh, uh, very cool guy. His name's Diamond Dallas Page, professional oh, yeah. wrestler. He started a really great thing called DDP Yoga, which saved his career because he was well into his 40s when he got rolling. And his career would have ended, but his ex-wife got him into yoga. So he actually had 
has it up on Twitter to help Vince get into shape yeah. with his program, yeah. his style of eating, which if you don't know, he helped a, a legendary uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, helped him get clean, saved his life. Scott Hall, also known as Razor Ramon, helped him get clean, saved his life. Clean eating, no drugs, no alcohol, the yoga programs, these guys' life has been extended and uh, bettered with this. So I'm really curious. I, I totally retweeted this. I'm like, because... Uh, Molly Crew, my favorite band. Uh, I've been speaking with a couple of guys that are in in different bands that, that I talk to, and they're like, "Why are you doing this?" I'm like, "It's six years old. I heard Mick Mars <laughs> those first chords on Shout at the Devil. Vince Neil, that voice, the booming drums of Tommy Fucking Lee, who I should have played in the Motley Crew movie, but I get it. You, Side you, note: You got Machine Gun Kelly, and he did a good job. Uh, and then, of course, you know Nikki Six, that bass and his style. It's just yeah, it, to me my all time favorite band. So I'd love to see that happen for yes. Vince because um, I think, you know, and, and I couldn't imagine losing his daughter, and I think a lot of those things took him downhill o- over the years. Um, and I think for Vince, he still gets out there. He loves to do it, loves to perform with the fans. So I'd love to see him at his peak. Yeah, I, I, I think he's kind of in the same boat Axel was Axel Rose was maybe about like uh, 10 years ago right? Uh, in terms of Axel Rose he kind of had an epiphany, I think, at some point in his life. I don't know what exactly it was, but he decided, you know what? I love performing for the fans. I want to get out there and put on the best show I can. Right. And I think that Vince Neil's going to be getting in that mentality. And with someone like Diamond Dallas Page uh, by helping him out and giving nothing but positive reinforcement for right. that, that's a, that was one of the major things that I was talking about last episode was that Vince Neil's health. I wonder how he can do it. And right. I really hope, you know, this is a, this is a, a nice olive branch extension. Like, Hey man, I know, you know, shit's tough out there. It's hard to get into shape and I'm here with you. I've done it for others. Like you yeah. mentioned those people he's done it for, uh, that may be in the similar kind of situation. So yeah, I really hope he does. And I think that would be a big, big help on him, especially to finish out this tour kind of strong, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it, I, I know nothing. Uh, Mick Mars, of course, uh, one of my all-time favorite guitar players, probably my all-time favorite guitar player. Uh, and I'm probably going to botch the disease that he has, Lusia spongiitis, if I I hope I said it right. It and anyone right. That, that, that has it, and I, I just couldn't imagine where your bones start to fuse together. It, and again, I'm not a doctor, but I wonder if that is, this, this like yoga program may be something that could help him too, because that's another Another thing I'm curious about is, you know, how is mixed health sustaining? Yeah. I was able to talk to him, and unfortunately, that audio's lost. I'm still trying to find it to recover off of hard drives. Oh, that I know. Have, I lost some uh, yeah. interviews as well. We were in that same yeah, boat at yeah. our radio station. Yeah, that have that have crashed, and, and Mick Mars was just the most gracious, kindest person and, and ended up from a 10-minute interview to a 45-minute conversation. How cool. And it's like, wow, you get to talk to one of your heroes for that yeah. long. So yeah. for me, it's it, after our last episode that we put out on talking about it, I was I was a total yay, and you're a little more. Oh, I'm pretty, I'm kind of nay, but yeah, I kind of want to see it. Uh, for me to see uh, Mick Mars hit the stage again and hear that guitar, the the way he plays through a Marshall stack, it's like, oh, I agree. I'm fucking in. That, I agree, I agree. But uh, the the thing that for me with with having that memory of Motley Crue headlining that show last time that we saw him around now it seems that they're kind of like doing this co-headlining thing we were speculating on the length of their set yes that if they are not going to be the headlining band maybe it could be due to the fact that mick 
uh, can't be playing for extended periods of time. Maybe right. it's, you know, 45 minutes or less yeah. that he's able to get up there and do his thing, you know, and they got to bang out as much as they can in that short period of time. True. We'll, we'll have to see because we don't know exactly. We're still speculating at this point what the headlining and time frame each band is going to have on yeah. that stage for this yeah. tour. Well, and you were talking about other bands that did co-headlining bills and the flip-flop on nights. Yeah, and you know... It can go both ways. Like for me, I had a bad experience with the Ninja Tour that we saw in terms of I felt like Nine Inch Nails should have headlined. To clarify that, the Ninja Tour was them and Jane's Addiction. Yes. And then so what they did was they alternated nights each night of the tour. Uh, Jane's Addiction would headline one and then, you know, Nine Inch Nails. The night that we got, it was an outdoor venue. It was a sunny afternoon. And Nine Inch Nails was the opening band, and they're playing at like 7 o'clock. And Nine Inch Nails has this uh, stage show where it's all about lights and smoke, and it just didn't come across as well as it could have if it was a nighttime headlining type of performance. They got stuck with that opening slot that night, and I think their live show suffered because of it. So I would hate to see something like that with Motley Crue in this summer tour at the peak of summer in August. Someone's going to have to play at 7 o'clock or 8 yeah. o'clock when the sun's still out. Yeah. And Def Leppard and Motley Crue both have awesome stage shows, yep. uh, and one of them's going to suffer from that, you know, I think, from playing beforehand. Yeah, because then you make a very valid point. If you look at all the start times for this tour, so you figure Joan Jett opens, she's maybe getting, th- and the Blackhearts, maybe they're getting uh, 35, 40 minutes. 45 at the most. Uh, poison. 45 45 an hour. An hour. Uh, the, the, the start time, or at least it's showing, I'm guessing, this is probably maybe doors not when the first band's necessarily hitting the stage all of them are 4 30 so that means bands probably hitting stage around 5 30 or 6 i would guess which means motley Crue or def leppard would be there about 7 30 or 8 yeah whoever's uh second to headliner yeah so depending on where you are at in the country of course with the west coast date sun's down a little bit earlier than east we're looking west coast five o'clock still on san diego yeah, and, it's not much, man. Yeah, so I mean, that's the thing. And to to you to really what I appreciated the most about when I saw Motley Crue was the fact that it was an indoor venue for one, which I love. Which I love. And then, you know, the intensity and the heat of that fire and the lights <laughs> and the smoke in an indoor venue yes. is badass. It that is the definition of a rock and roll show. Oh god, Nikki Six with the flamethrowing bass. <laughs> yeah. Because I was re- burning your eyebrows off. I you know? remember going to see a tour where he was first trying to do that and for whatever reason it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So when it finally worked, I was like, Fuck yes! Yeah, I'm going to see oh, that. Oh man. And uh, you know, I saw that tour three times. Yeah, uh, you know, and so uh, yeah, for me, that intensity, I think, could be lost on some people if they end up opening a little bit before, you know, when the sun's still out and, you know, the, the stage show can't be fully appreciated. That's, you know, that's a minor critique and sure. something. But these are the things that that we talk about, that, like when I'm trying to compare that tour when Motley Crue had their final tour three years ago compared to this one. And some things that may be kind of like a little, uh that's not ideal. Yeah, you know? well, and we do it out of constructive love. Yeah, it's, and it's, that's the thing. It's just yeah. based on such an awesome uh, tour and memory that I have from that show. Uh, and before, you know, when we seen them, I think in 2009 right. uh, as well, At I think it was at the Shoreline. Yeah, we Buck did. Cherry opened up for them, I, I think, or something. Yeah, it was the uh, Crew Fest. Crew Fest. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, because 6 a.m. played yeah, as well. Yeah, that yeah. was awesome. That was a cool bill. 
Um, but yeah, so anyway, I just kind of wonder if uh, we, we this is all speculation because we don't know who's headlining. It could be Motley Crue that's headlining, or it could be Def Leppard, or it could be both. So yeah, it could it's be kind of like what what's could up? be rotating, you know. And I wonder too. I, I I think the possible thing still of doing these outdoor venues like this is. Can they construct the kind of structures that, say, like Tommy Lee's drum solo, yeah, where he went out point. over the crowd? Of course, I've seen, uh, I saw Metallica the day before the Super Bowl. They had a huge still stage set up and presence. So the, the technology's there. So uh, the more and more we just sit and talk about this, when I kind of started from, huh, I don't know. Now it's just like, I'm curious. And then once, <laughs> and then once the first shows start happening, yeah. it's like, I don't want to watch videos. People don't no, ruin yeah. it for me. Let so, me go see an experience. That's what I was going to say. Would you want to see when that first show comes in July? Uh, what the deal is in terms of the stage show? Would you watch any of that video or just try to just kind of ignore it for as long as you can? Um, you know your friends are going to be posting it. Oh God! People are going to be tagging you in it. Well, Jason, it, check it out. And you figure just the the crew cast uh, Facebook and Instagram yeah. and and the Twitter, <laughs> uh, everything that it's those be hard, the, man. Th- those things follow is all related to Motley Crue and Motley Crue fans. Yeah, you're going to have to bite the bullet. I think so you're going to have to just uh, watch that video and then yeah. give us all an opinion. Right? We'll, we'll be back here doing this again. Look, I the thing that Motley <laughs> Crue does for me, and and it's it's true, is music is a time machine. It takes me. Back back to the six-year-old kid that first had his cousin open shout at the devil the you know the folding uh, album satin pentagram on the outside the gnarly photo of all of them on the inside hearing that those first chords uh, and then you know later my brother getting um you know too fast for love him falling asleep and me listening to that album like five <laughs> times in a row till four in the morning tired going to school because i just kept flipping the record over and over and over <laughs> and so you know that for me that That's excitement great. with that band like many others you know the kisses uh, uh, of my life and stuff it just never goes away yeah i hear you and that's awesome that they're giving a whole other generation of fans uh, the ability to to appreciate that. And yeah. I think, you know, too many bands call it quits early uh, in, in their career. And, you know, this is a, a great way for them to be able to get as many uh, uh, new fans as well as old fans like yourself that just are glad to see these guys healthy and playing music together yeah. on stage, which I think is really the ultimate thing here. We can critique all this and that. But these guys are healthy. They're together on stage. They they can tolerate each other enough to do it, and that's always a good thing in the rock and roll a uh, rock and roll world with all their egos. Yeah, everything. absolutely. Because so, you know, let's I've not s- take it for granted on social media. And, you know, and I've seen uh, uh, Nikki and Tommy getting together, so that's pretty cool. That if there was any 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 bridge there, it's you know good. the gaps is no longer existing. That's so good. That's definitely a real real cool positive from a perspective. Like, all right, these guys, this anchor, these yeah. two guys that really got this thing going right you know uh having that bond continue and then uh, of course Def Leppard I've heard some very cool interviews with them where all the guys in studio they still sound so freaking good they're live. in great shape too yeah I mean uh the league, league guy Phil yeah uh no uh, Joe Elliott Joe Elliott dude he I mean he looks like a f- freaking bodybuilder up there yeah with his rocked out chest and he and they, they just put on an amazing show every time I've so you're heard... thinking Phil Collins a guitar player right yes yes, yes. okay uh, yeah they just put on an amazing show and those guys are uh, a great top tier uh, metal act, uh, rock act from that era that I think you know it's a definite, it's a solid co bill here. Yeah, uh, and I'm curious to see how it plays out and how each night's gonna go. Yeah, well, and Joan Jett so influential, especially for not just rock period, but She's women badass. in rock. Uh, had the pleasure of meeting her a little over a decade ago. 
She was just awesome, the cutest little thing. I wanted to pick her up because I'm six <laughs> three. You guys can't see it. I'm six three. She probably would have kicked but, your ass. Oh yeah, she would have. <laughs> but just the nicest lady. Yeah, Still so right. awesome live. That energy. So cool to see her on such a in a such a big audience and and hopefully exposing. You know the the parents are going to take their kids to it and seeing it. That, it's perfect hey, for that. Women do rock. Yeah. Here they are. Here she is with a the great trailblazer. Bend. You yes. know, one of the the main ones that ladies like Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm look up to and get yeah. compared to as 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 one of the greats. You know, and she really is that. She walks the walk. She talks the talk. Yep. She's a badass. She's still on the road, still kicking ass. And it's it's a great. It's going to be a great tour. So. Yeah, and for people that maybe have never seen Poison or you weren't overly into it, what I guarantee is a guy that's seen them probably a dozen times as well it's a fun rock show uh yeah it's not you know maybe a song or two gets a little bit deep but (laughs) by the end of it look they just go up they have a great time the rhythm section is fun i think bobby doll a really underrated bass player from that era that that did some things a little bit different than the the standard just peddling the root note kind of chord stuff right what i always liked about Nikki six's later playing as well he really developed a lot as a player yeah if you listen from the first albums to the later albums and stuff that he was doing and, and so, I don't know. It's a win. I think so. Win. And we'll see. We'll see as these details uh, emerge who's going to be playing first and if they're doing a co-headlining or who's headlining. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, will Vince Neil bite the uh, Diamond Dallas page? Yeah, and we'll he's, see he's if Vince Neil goes for that. I, th- I think he should. I hope he does. If yeah. you're listening, Vince, do it. Do it, Do Vince. it, man. Trust me, I've had uh, several conversations. It's a good thing that yeah. comes from it, you know? I've had several conversations with uh, with uh, Diamond Dallas Page personally, and I'm actually going to try to get him on the podcast, oh, reach out awesome. to his people again to talk to him about this maybe, and maybe we can help drive this campaign with all you guys listening, supporting cool. it, putting it out there. Um, but definitely would like to see him get out there, get into rare form, get in shape for this, and just be excited. So. Yep, now's the time to do it. Yeah, uh, people want to check out the Garage Rock Show. Sure, just go to thegaragerockshow.com. We got uh, nine different platforms. You guys can search for us on uh, Google, iTunes, uh, all that good stuff for the Garage Rock Show podcast. Thanks, man. Yeah, you got it. Well, on that note, crew heads are best, fuck the rest. <laughs>